So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. We're here with Topiary Creatures. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. What inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Hmm. Um, so I've, I guess that's a good question. What inspired us to officially start the band? I've kind of been just like making albums on my own and putting them out under different names since like high school and never really like did any promoting or playing shows or like sometimes I'd play shows, but not really much. Um, and then Liz and I have actually been playing together in bands since like the middle of college. And at one point, um, another friend, Emery, who's the fourth member of Topiary Creatures joined and he was into like more punk stuff as well. So I was like, Hey, I've got this stuff that sort of sounds like Jeff Rosenstocky. Like, do you want to try playing it? And then we did and it was fun. And here we are. And then we met Ian on Craigslist. It's true. True story. They met me via Craigslist. It was fun. I feel like Craigslist is sometimes is like a scary way to meet band members. It sounds like there's so many like Craigslist the band memes. So it sounds like it could be bad, but it was. It, it was turned golden. out to not be murdery. So yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. it's very important. Yeah, that we know we're we're all yeah. still here and alive. It's very good. Yeah, I'm very. And happy. then uh, the band name. Uh, I don't think the band name has as much like profound personal meaning but we were, we were just saying earlier it's a really obscure reference to um the 90s like kids computer game putt putt saves the zoo um there's like this part in the beginning of the game where you walk in and there's these like shrub animals on the side and if you click them they start going like where are the topiary creatures it's really dumb <laughs> that's so um, cute yeah <laughs> but it's also emery our guitarist thought it was a reference to the shining because apparently in the shining book there's like topiary creatures that are outside that like try to attack um jack or whatever so uh, it's also a shining reference, I guess. Uh -huh. Wow, like two polar opposites. Like one's like cutesy, <laughs> and then the other one's like a horror. But mm -hmm. that's Which cool. Kind of, kind of yeah. captures our essence too. I feel yeah. like, yeah, or our music, maybe. Hey, that's that's the profound thing that I should say. That the yeah, you cut you cut up there in the end. It's like yeah, maybe yeah. that's that's why <laughs> we need with that. Yeah, yeah. it's or perfect. Put it together for me. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. wait, you can you can say it again, and then we could be like, oh my god, that's so cool. Okay. Yeah, so like, I'm just kidding. I can't. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Oh my I god. would laugh halfway through. But yes, that con that contrast definitely uh, feels right. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. I think it was also like we were called a different name for a long time. We were like using Whoa. one of Bryson's previous incarnations of this like type of styles name. Mm -hmm. We were called Embering for like our first show we ever played wow. together. We were still called Embering actually. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I have these like we have these sweet like uh, orange orange juice box stickers mm -hmm. <laughs> that still say Embering and Ember. uh, beautiful. Now it's sad because they they're not even useful anymore. But he had yeah, them from there's... like a year ago or some crap. Yeah, like there's that. a He's shitload like, of them hey. in my closet still. So <laughs> maybe you can like like when you guys get big, you can sell them and be like, bro, limited edition, like first band name era i don't know <laughs> if, we get, hey, maybe we, we get, could scratch it out actually yeah exactly on it or something. <laughs> if we get oh, big enough to where somebody me. wants those that's that's success to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, gotta sell them stickers in my closet yeah <laughs> okay um so what is your writing process like Bryson shows um, up and is like, hey, look, guys. And then the rest of us <laughs> appear around it. <laughs> the sound, this is making me sound like a, a dictator. Um, <laughs> like, no. No, Bryson, just, it, Bryson writes all the music and we just get to have fun and play it. 
Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, so like yeah. Liz and Ian and Emery are all like way better at their respective instruments. I mean, like I can fake everything enough. And I the one thing I will give myself credit for is like knowing how to like craft like poetry into like arrangements and stuff. But as far as like playing the stuff, like they all shred way harder than I do. So I like come to them with a demo and then like we'll mess with it live and like extend parts and make like change up other other parts. So I feel like hearing the songs live too, they bring on a different life. Like um, especially in like one of our singles that we put out depends on the day you ask me, like Ian has this like sick, like I think it's like a quintuplet syncopated rhythm that you do in the bridge. And now every time I hear the recorded version, I'm like, I miss it. Like I don't like yeah. my drums as much as what you played. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, the yeah, like, be... is almost totally different than the recorded stuff now. So I think we were practicing for show for like live stuff before you guys had finished um, like mixing and mastering. So that's a fun, mm -hmm. fun difference in all those. Yeah, like, totally. And Liz sings too, which like help like gives it a new life that's not on the singles right now. So. Uh, so speaking of the singles, you guys have dropped three so far. How do you feel about the response to those? Um, it's been great. Um, like I said, I've never really like promoted my music much at all in the past. So the fact that it's like caught traction at all and, um, has like been really encouraging to me. And I think having, cause Chris Teddy, um, from the world has produced our record. So I think having like his name on it gave me a little more like incentive to be like, okay, I'll like send this to some playlists or like, um, start like getting in like the emo twitter circles and like just like actually push it out there and everyone seemed to be liking it so far that's good yeah, yeah we did get really super validating for sure and i think like especially being added to like all the gamer playlists has probably been my favorite part of it <laughs> taking yeah, on a weird, whole new meaning <laughs> weirdly gamers are are into um into our stuff we've got like on a bunch of like overwatch like streams like Yo, especially because there's one guy named Connor, it's like Volts Gaming Network or something. I don't know. He's like in Portland and he loves music and he's just like made it a thing there in the gamer community, which is really funny. So, music for gamers. gamers. That's so. the new genre, music yeah. for gamers. Yeah. Oh my God, that's your new slogan. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's our next sticker that we're going to make. Yes. Definitely. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I would buy that. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. where was your headspace while writing these singles? Hmm. Trash. Uh, <laughs> so the, the, the singles are part of like uh, a record that's coming out a month from yesterday um, called Tangible Problems. And the whole the whole like idea around like tangible problems is like wishing you had like concrete things to like blame your anxiety on, um, especially as a very like proactive person. Like if something's wrong in my life, I would do something to fix it. And so much of doing that and seeing like no results was you're kind of just left with this feeling of like, God, I'd kill for tangible problems. Um, and that's like, actually, that is like a line on like the outro track. So I think I think that's something that I've been kind of trying to express for many years in my music that I only really found out how to articulate recently. So it was, it was a lot of like very being in my head and like figuring out how to like battle depression and stuff and like just like trying to figure out what to pin all your anxieties on um, and not being able to do so, so. How? Wow. Okay. I don't know, kind of a long-winded answer, sorry. No, that was great. That was okay. great. All right. All right. Uh, so there is an album. It's coming out next month. All right. 
Um, so <laughs> one day from yesterday, okay. specifically. One day from yesterday. Right, okay. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, so when you're making music, what artists are your biggest inspirations? Oh, this Ooh, should be a fun we should, question. We should is... roundtable this one. Yeah, Liz, right. you yeah. start. Oh, no, no, no. Ian, you start. I need a second. <laughs> so yeah. I guess I think it's been interesting, at least with some of the new stuff that we've been writing. Um, since, you know, like post-COVID world is a much different place. So <laughs> it's definitely, yeah, it's been like, like we've been doing a lot more like online collaboration and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, so it's been interesting. But like, honestly, most of the time my writing, like, or my contributions to any of like the Tope Creech songs either are like some ripoff of The Wonder Years, Coheed and Cambria, <laughs> or The Midnight. Okay. It's usually one of those three. <laughs> interesting yeah <laughs> and then uh for me i'm a really big like brave little abacus has probably been my biggest inspiration recently um and i think you also like hear bits of like the world is and the hotelier mm -hmm. um but then like i don't know like i listen to a bunch of like hyper pop and cheesy shit like anime Gucci, and then like I'll listen to like Knocked Loose or like en the new end record so good so it's like just like either either extremes for me but like the world of like the brave little abacus, the world's beautiful place, like those kind of bands are probably my biggest ones. Mm -hmm. My big one, single one that I'll point out is Grizzly Bear. It's just always that's my fallback band in every capacity. All right, solid. Sounds good. <laughs> so, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening to your music? Oh, that's an interesting question. It is. I don't think I've yeah, ever I've thought about that. I think for me, at least like my connection to a lot of these songs, I think the thing that's interesting about them, when we play them live, it's a little bit different because it's more about energy. But like most of the times, topically, the songs are like generic enough yet specific enough that you can like fill in your own context mm -hmm. behind it. So like, like, I mean, for me, one of the songs on the record, um, Let's go die in Osaka, which is like near the end-ish of it. Mm -hmm. um, Bryson, it like thematically, it's about a completely different song. But for me, it's about like my sisters and like the nostalgia I had with my sisters and like wanting to run away with my sisters. Kind of. Mm -hmm. um, so I think for me, it's like melancholic nostalgia is one thing that this album's really good at highlighting. Mm -hmm. uh, mm. But that's also a very like pretentious, like third wave coffee snobby type of answer <laughs> yeah i feel like i really like that that question because i haven't i and i think like for me i want people to feel like this sort of breath of like fresh air in the sense that like when i like for example when i listen to andy hole like any like manchester orchestra like anything he's ever done like i remember the first time i heard him sing the lyric um how can a man seek revenge on a woman he wants to believe has no soul i was just like i can relax and just breathe knowing that someone else there has out there has had that thought before. Like just, even if I don't know them personally, like hearing a song and being like, oh my God, like that's a really weird specific thing to think, but it's so true to me. And I'm like comforted to know someone else like out there is feeling that. Like, I I hope, I kind of hope people get that out of our music. Cause I, we don't really write about like the most like generic stuff. So um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's my sense. answer. I'll yeah. Stick with that. And Liz? 
Anything oh, from you? Um, no, nothing for me on that one. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. that's fair. like, I don't want you to feel anything. <laughs> Come see me the play void. live and watch yeah, me shred. If we, yeah. If we We're way say... more, our shows are way more fun than they sound from our Yeah, it's very <laughs> interesting. I don't think it's like, it's, it's one of those things where like you kind of like, some of the songs are pretty heady and pretty like heavy in that sense. Mm-hmm. And then like we play them live and it's like completely erased. Like yeah. we just sound like a punk band and like, yeah. Me and Bryson have like the dream of having people like mosh during like Moving Target, which is like one of the singles we put out, which is also like pretty sad in that context. We were like, oh, if they moshed right there, that'd be so sick. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll happen it'll one happen. day. When shows come back. Exactly. Yeah. 2025. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> in so, the next century when we're all robots. Yeah. yeah. So um, where do you guys see the project in the next five years? Mm. Oh, man. Should we answer that question. pre and post COVID? Like before <laughs> COVID happened, what we thought of, and then post COVID happened. What were you gonna say, Liz? Yeah, along that same line. Just that's such a different question now than it was a few months ago. I think before, I mean, like we were, um, like pretty much right before quarantine started, we were all planning a tour with some other friends. Um, so, I mean, that would have that would have made things very different right now, but. I mean, who knows what the next next chunk of time looks like, especially in the context of everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it is frustrating that like just with the like the Rona world, it's like we're all separate now and like and obviously we're in like three different cities in California. So I mean here's hope here's hoping we'll all get get back together and be in the same place soon. But there's also like no like pressure for anyone, like I'm still going to be like making music and like, we'll still be sharing it and stuff. And whenever we can play together, it'll be great. But like, if that doesn't work out for someone, it's like, it's like chill. No one's going to be pissed about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. All right. Um, so for the last couple questions, we're going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? I hate how cheery you delivered that. Yeah. This time. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Mine would probably be like, mine would probably be like falafel and hummus. Ooh, like yeah. Some like really nice like coffee. Like coffee gets <laughs> scored between like zero and ninety or something. Mm-hmm. I would want like ninety. This is coffee. Like, ninety <laughs> straight from like the best farms. Yeah. Super well sourced. Like I hope everyone was treated well. And I want to have all that before I die, which is a huge ask. So hopefully I'm on a prison in death row near a coffee farm. Yeah. So they can yeah. fulfill that. Where they You'll make them go get it. Yeah. Or I'll go, yeah, go get yeah. it in California. I feel like my my gut instinct is like sushi, but that's such like a, that's such a like cliche. I feel like if I'm going to die, like might as well just make a meme out of it and like scare the guards somehow <laughs> just like Bro? ask for something really weird like give me like a saucepan full of like barbecue sauce or something oh, just, like, just like if you're gonna if you're gonna die you don't have to deal with the repercussions in your stomach later mm-hmm. just like yeah i mean just we, end we, up on a end up on a meme page go up go exactly. up we had someone say they wanted a cop's heart oh. so, like. Bro. <laughs> Bro. That's a savage answer. Yeah, I respect it. It's a answer for sure. <laughs> it is an answer. <laughs> yeah, I'll just take any pasta that my mom would make and some sort of dessert that my sister would make. They're both geniuses. 
and that's all oh. I need. All right. And that's such a wholesome answer. <laughs> just you know, some like family it. time is all I want. Some family time right before you die. Do oh. you have a dream then, to go with that? Yeah. Yeah, puree all of that and oh. just serve it on the side. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Ew. Okay. That's so gross. Okay, sorry. I'll take some I'll take some Gyokuro green tea. I'll I'll make my, my drink less weird. Okay. I thought that the hot sauce was gonna or the barbecue sauce barbecue was gonna sauce. be the drink as well. No, yeah. I just a, just a basin of, of it. Okay. Oh. All right. Just a God, pot ew, of hot so... You can just like bathe in it. Like I'm so... <laughs> it's a, such a gross answer. God. Um, so it got if... worse. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Mm, another good question. Mm-hmm. These are our best questions. Uh, you should start all interviews with these and then end all interviews with these to see if they change over <laughs> oh time. Yeah. I'm going to say, Ooh, like, no. living in the the Wind Waker world from Legend of Zelda Wind Waker would be very comforting in a weird nostalgia way. But functionally, it's got to be The Last Airbender. Oh, oh we haven't like, gotten that one. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, we bending, haven't that one. Bending shit would be so no, wait, fun. No, we got it once, I think. Once. But I don't yeah. remember. Wait, what... What um element would you be? I I want to be Earth, but I think I'd be Fire. Uh, okay. All right. uh, I yeah. Can I live that. there with Bryson? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Great. We can are, you, are you? Are you? Are you? Are you a Waterbender, Liz? I think so, or an Airbender. I mean, or the Avatar. Or the Avatar. Oh, true. Just be the Avatar. Actually, yeah, Liz is most likely the Avatar out of the four of us in our band. <laughs> I'd be like the weird person in Avatar that like owns a tea house, but not be able to bend anything. Like I would <laughs> just Uncle own a tea I- Are you house. Uncle Iroh? Yeah, you're so Uncle yeah. Iroh. Yeah, definitely Uncle I-, I think, but like, I think a fictional world for me, honestly, if I could live in any fictional world, this is such a weird answer. I would live in rocket power. I would okay. turn Whoa. back into a 10 or 11 year old, live in rocket power, eat mm. Tito's food all the fucking time. So it's like real life, but you just everywhere. shred so hard as like a child. Dude, and like all the like cool like 90s music blasting behind you and like life only lasts for 30 minutes at a time. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. I respect it. <laughs> so, How about you guys? I want to hear your answers too. I, I know we're not interviewing you. But... Yeah, yeah I actually, I'm, we should go all the way back. Like what's your death? Oh my meal? God. Oh, okay. Oh, I I have my death row meal ready. So a bowl of ramen, and mm. uh, boba tea. Yeah. Hell yeah. But um, what what you call it? The 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 purple one. I always forget the name. Taro. That one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's my favorite. So good. Same. I don't taste. Know. Taste. Um, big ass bowl of pasta and like a sprite cranberry because I'm funny and quirky. Sprite <laughs> <laughs> like cranberry. Oh my god, you're so quirky. I know. What the heck. I know. You're Wait, so does that mean you're dying around Christmas? Isn't that like a holiday? I, so I may or may not still have some in my closet from last Christmas. So. You go. Yeah. You go, oh, send man. me one. Whatever makes you happy. One. Yeah, of course. Don't send her one. It's not worth it. Hell no. Oh, it's no. Not, is it not good? Well, I'm not no, going to waste don't... the $3 to ship it to you. <laughs> it's also one less Sprite Cranberry, right? Exactly. Or, oh, yeah. I only have yeah. two. That's just... Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Right, Gotta spread those out until yeah. till December. Till exactly. December. It's right around the corner, man. Right around the corner, any day now. <laughs> um, our fiction world. I don't. Have we been asked this one? We've been asked color, 
and I was hoping we were gonna forget that they asked. This yeah, I but I didn't want to be that person. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, is Gore um, gonna move right along? Okay. No. We're not um, interviewing you, so it's a, you're off the hook. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> but if you I, have uh, funny answers feel free to chime in too <laughs> yeah every single time we've asked this question i still don't have an answer for it exactly yeah, yeah. i think i might have that, one now but i can't remember the name is that because there's too many that you'd like to be in or is it just because it's like I like just, the moment you think of it is just your mind goes blank like i just mind goes yeah blank. i didn't have a childhood so it's like a wow, oh, L. God. sorry to hear that man <laughs> my condolences l um, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Everyone we have spoken to have said it's the most important question. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh my god. Get ready. What is your favorite color? Oh, I have a canned answer to this. Hold on. Oh my god. <laughs> canned answer. Give me one color, second. So. Synesthesia. <laughs> yeah, the synesthesia is oh. going to give a thick answer right now. Okay, it's a. It's zero C two A three three. That's oh, my favorite. Okay, color. give me a second. Okay. <laughs> I knew okay. someone was gonna ask me this question one okay. day, so I had Wait, that prepared. Wait, what is it? Zero C two eight three three. It's zero. like it's <laughs> like a very zero C two Yeah. It's like a very dark grayed out blue. Oh, I work, oh that's I'm, a, that's I'm a designer, a you know. You 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 just gotta have a. You, you know, just master those hex codes in your head, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, get on my level. <laughs> Did I ruin the party? Did I cancel <laughs> no, out I'm, Ian I'm, and Liz's answer? I mean, mine's gonna come with a, a pretty flat, maybe burnt orange. Ooh, mm -hmm. that'll be mine. Very nice color. A burnt orange. Burnt orange. Mm-hmm. Can I cheat? <laughs> there's there's this there's this album by Between the Bear to Me called Colors, mm -hmm. which is like oh, my favorite oh. album of all time. Can I count oh. that as a color? What color is the cover? That's a big uh, brain movie, and it's a rainbow. <laughs> it's, it's a black oh. and rainbow. It's black yeah, and rainbow. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. We could we could count we could count that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. Sweet. So as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything we'd like to plug? Hmm. Go, Bryson. Go, plug. Uh, plug we've got an album coming Hurry. out next month, and we've got music videos on YouTube. And uh, yeah, what else is there to plug? Hopefully um, more music. Hopefully Soon. more music. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for, for talking to us and hanging. This is uh, super cool, our first interview as a unit. So yeah. Thank you for coming exciting. on. Uh, yeah. This has been Topiary Creatures and We're the Good Noise Podcast.